What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another episode. This time, we're exposing everything in the curtains of what's going on and what we've been working on for so long. Pete, what is it? Dude, thank you guys for tuning in, first of all. But we're releasing Frontline Warriors officially. And it's going to be a dope movement, really cool movement. It's about mindfulness. It's making a more conscious human being. And we've been working on this for quite a lot of, lot of time. And like, it's all started after nursing school, right? Yeah, it started back in 2018. Basically, I feel like when you're growing up, you have goals and you get persistent after things, correct? Mm-hmm. So nursing school finished and it's like, is that it? Is this everything that you want to do? Is this the only way you want to help people, correct? And you start getting ambitious about different things, right? Like that persistency you had in nursing school to crank it out and finish it and work uh, part-time, right? Like you wanted something else and you start engaging in your environment. You start like trying to like find out what else is like your niche or like your passion. You start like, you know, how, how do we start? We started writing blog posts, right? Mm. It's like we started getting onto this self-awareness uh, train and um, trying to figure out what is it to be healthy? How does it feel? You know, different things affect you, right? Mm. And eventually we started realizing that, hey, more and more, this is a beneficial thing, right? And then eventually we came to the awareness that like, for example, pain, like it's inevitable, correct? Like you're always going to be going through pain and sometimes people dwell on pain and some people sometimes do something with it. Right. Yeah. So something about us, man, I was saying that, you know, our nursing school, first of all, me and Matt are nurses, if you guys don't know whoever's new, new here, but Matt and I went into nursing for one main reason. That was just to help people in general. Right. And then once we came to nursing school, we realized that, Hey, nursing is awesome. We're helping all these people in the hospital with change and just dealing with what they're dealing, you know, because you're with them through this most vulnerable period of their lives. And it's very fortunate for us to be there and very unfortunate for them to be there. Yeah. Right. So we were helping people on that skill. So like a one to one perspective, but man, I didn't really want to just, just stop there. We wanted to do more. It's more for community. It's more for people in general. And we decided that that all starts within us, right? Because ultimately you're going to lead your own change and you're going to dictate on where you want to improve in life. So we came with this great movement just to be of a so more conscious movement of a more conscious being itself. Essentially, mm-hmm. yes. And like in 2018, we're writing blog posts and we started like trying to figure all this out, right? Like right now we're going to you know talk about like the five pillars to what it is to achieve this consciousness as like a frontline warrior. But prior to that, we were like, you know, diddling around with the topics of mindfulness, wellness. We're getting to like yoga i think we went like vegan at one point Mm -hmm. carnivore like we're trying different things and it's like life is an experiment of everything that you're doing and it's like self-awareness is almost like this end goal and like the center point of awareness is like this end goal but it's like Mm -hmm. how do you get there and we kept trying to like figure it out in a way and it's like we finally reached our point now correct and it's like after writing you know blog posts we're just like hey we could reach more people we could do a different impact and like talking to nurses about mm-hmm. this because we've all went through this. It's like there was no, nothing for nurses uh, to help them out, correct? Mm-hmm. So we started podcasting and that, that was kind of awesome. You know, we we were sharing those same five pillars in a way, but to nurses and we're right. teaching about like burnout. We're teaching about, hey, you should slow down and focus on life a little bit more. There's more to nursing than just like working your three shifts mm-hmm. and suffering and going. And it's like, we kept, we kept trying to figure it out in the nursing niche. And then we came to the realization of what we just created. And this is it, right? Yeah, I really like the, I really like the fact that you brought up the phrase that life is an experiment. 
because it literally is just an experiment. You're just doing consistent and continuous trial and error. Yeah. Even with, with nutrition, look how much diets we've tried. Look how much diets that are out there. And the thing with diets is, is there's, there's so much different kinds out there. And the cool thing about it is we're all different as humans. So everybody could find their own diet. There, you could specifically create a diet just meant for yourself. And it just can be trial and error because some people are going to do carnivore, they're going to feel horrible. Some people are going to try vegan, they're going to feel great. And you have to kind of detail the diet that you're, that you're eating toward yourself. Right. Right? And that's kind of like the beauty of life within itself where you could always do trial and error so you could find out what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. But and that like stems from, from actually knowing who you are as a person and what you actually like doing, right? Because you could continuously be failing at things because you truly don't like doing them. So it's not necessarily that you're bad at things. It's just like you internally do not want to do these things. So you're naturally going to be bad at it because your body's almost resisting you doing them. Yeah. You, have, you make a very good point. And I also want to bring up like traveling, for example, being from a different country from Europe and having those humble, you know, beginnings of immigrant parents coming here, trying to figure out another language and just basically owning everything you're doing and knowing that like, hey, nobody owes you shit. They, they really don't, you know, like. You could be dwelling on it, what you don't have, but you could go after and kind of get it, correct? Yeah. And it's like, we've, we've realized that with like that and then like traveling, travel nursing, everything was about experiences, different cultures, different atmosphere. And even coming to California and different states and experiencing things, it kind of like keeps cultivating that, what it really means to, hey, to, to live it, right? Not live in it, where you're conscious, you're more aware, you're more focused, you're able to do and dictate so much about your life. Mm-hmm. Like that's what essentially the law of attraction is. It's like being in full control and being in that seat of awareness and then, hey, enjoying life, you know? And then like on top of travel nursing, hey, we did the David Goggins 4 by 4 right? Hey, you could do anything you want as long as you're putting your mind to it. Like we, we, we think that the brain is just whatever we operate at 10%, it's neuroplasticity, but... It has infinite power. You just got to tap into that shit. And just imagine in a future, like 20 years out of line, 30 year, years out of line with these medical devices and, and like things like like those kind of things, where they're going to be able to implant things in your brain or they're going to be able to take parts of your brain and put on a chip or somewhere. That's going to be coming like in the future. Not to get on like a tangent of technology and stuff. But we've already learned so much about the human body. Like know about our limbs. We know about our skin. We did an episode about skin regeneration not so long ago. We know about our kidneys, our hearts, our livers. We have those pretty detailed. The only thing that's missing is the brain. So it's really cool where neuroscience is going to be and neurobiology and, and all that brain stuff because we don't really know a lot about it. So it's basically like open borders. Yeah, and, and You can just, study any parts of it. So we don't even know how powerful thinking is yes. or how powerful ideas are about making changes within yourself and within your brain structure. Yeah. And we discovered how powerful these thoughts Mm -hmm. are and like how negativity impacts you or how those like brain wavelengths. Right. So, yeah, it's like we we've realized that, hey, this is our vision. We want to give society this gift that's like there. Mm -hmm. It's like it's infinite, but school doesn't teach you that you have this absolute power within yourself in a way. It almost tells you like you always have to chase something to attain to become something, mm-hmm. but really you're just whole always. You just have to like tap into it in a way. It's, yeah. it's, very, it's, it's very fascinating. Yeah, because you can't teach a human experience. There are certain things that you learn in school and something you, you cannot because you have to experience things, right? And that's like what's very interesting about it that you have to experience it yourself and the only other opinion or viewpoint you have of that is from other people that have already done it. 
So if you haven't done something but someone else has, like if I've done a carnivore diet and you haven't, you don't really know what the carnivore diet is and you don't really know what's going to happen. And only way you could figure out what's going to happen is if you ask somebody that has tried it, right? So it gets passed down. So it's very interesting how like our brains work in that way too. So, you know, to, and wrap, to wrap this up, we've, we've realized that, hey, these events, everything that you experience, it could come down to these five pillars. And that's the way we kind of branded the steps to becoming a frontline warrior, a conscious warrior, somebody that's, you know, is fully in control of themselves and can do whatever they want with this power, right? Mm -hmm. it's passion, a goal, like whatever it is, you can attain it, correct? And it stems down to living it, not in it to just be inhale, exhale, to be well, and to be right now. And we're gonna talk about the process, how each one of them stems in and needs one another to achieve this conscious warrior, right? Yeah, it's really cool, because it's like a big holistic approach. Because we know it's not one system dictating everything, it's just like, when you have a wheel and you have different spokes, they all work together. Once you lose one, then basically that tandem falls apart, because it can't function anymore. And the first one that we have is to live it, not in it. And you guys think of this as like unplugging and being closer with, with the source. So living in, not, not in it. So being yourself amongst others yeah, and being okay with that and truly pursuing yourself, your goals and your ideas without or with as little external influence as there can be. Yeah, it's like it's always focusing on exploration, yourself, the world, hobbies. It's like there's... There's more to life than like what we see. And it's like, once you become conscious, you're able to like think about everything that you do. You can make those decisions. It's being fully in control instead of like, it's almost like the matrix, correct? It's like taking that pill and unplugging, you know, like for example, everything's becoming politicized now, correct? Why can't you take a step back and be away from that? Don't judge somebody right away based on this one thing. It's like, be open to them. And that's what it is. It's, you know, you know, living, it goes beyond the traditional like self-improvement thing. Cause that's just like illusion. There's so much to it. It's, um, you're, 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 you know, you're being conscious. I think it introduces like a spiritual sense to it too, mm -hmm. for, for what it is. And it's to, to being, living it is almost like taking your, you know, you have these repetitive thoughts that are always like, are like you, correct? And it's like stepping outside of that, Ste taking a step back from the movie that you're narrating. Cause sometimes your mind does that, mm -hmm. correct? And living it is being in full control of that movie. Yeah. And you, you are being the narrator, you being the architect and everything else. Yeah. It's almost like we were saying before how life is an experience. <clears throat> this is your life and you have the experience that you want. It's almost like you're going through, through a video game with a certain character and picking your routes, right? There's different kind of games. It's basically rooted in, in similar nature. And that's, it's really hard to do because we get sucked into a lot of things. And those things are easily controlling us just because we're limited by time, right? How much times have you been on your phone for an hour and it felt like it's been five minutes? Right. And you're losing that time and never getting it back. So the, the key takeaway from living it, not in it, is devoting your time to the experience that you want to have. Yeah. Because ultimately that time is, is limited because we're not sure what happens after we're gone. Yeah, and I would add one more thing to not care about people's opinions and society like to not be a product of society almost because far too often we get tripped up on people's opinions and thoughts and like even the, the thing they're doing right now you know when you started doing it who was listening probably no one mm -hmm. but you continue to doing that process you kept stacking that brick till it became something yeah. so like to live it is like hey if you're passionate or want to do something just go do that mm -hmm. 
don't give up, you know, flying F about what people are going to say right. in a way. Yeah. So let's go smoothly into the second pillar, just be. So this is just, just be content with yourself is probably like the best way to, to summarize this. Like be aware of your thoughts and be okay that they're there. Be okay with the things you've done and just be in a present moment. Because a lot yes. of us miss that. How many people go on vacation and they spend more time taking pictures and making videos than actually enjoying this like medieval building or this ruin or whatever you're going to visit, this, this waterfall. Because nature is amazing and we're just sometimes living in it, not in it. You know what I'm saying? Like the first pillar, but you have to just be in the moment. Otherwise, you're going to miss a lot of things. Yeah. And also I would say is like when you're completely aware, correct? It's like a two-step process. And to become aware and everything, like you're always going to fall back and you always have to become aware. Meaning you have this cycle where you're driving a car and you go on autopilot. Right now you're thinking about shopping. What do I need to get? How's the mall going to be? How does my hair look? Oh, man, that person sped me up. I'm going to, you know, give a guess, right? You're narrating the story. And then you just like, you like broke the cycle. You're just like, whoa, yeah. I just had all these racing thoughts. This really wasn't me. It was just like my mind. And then you got to go back into your seat of awareness. You got to be back in charge of like the driver's seat and you lose it. So like just being, it's like a continuous process. Like you always have to be aware that, hey, conscious living is everything that I do every single second. Um, you might have a week where you just slip up, you eat shitty food and it's okay. Just acknowledge it. Feel the pain in a way, but don't dwell on it, correct? Yeah, yeah just be, I think, it really encompasses like self-awareness. <clears throat> if you're a really self-aware person, if you're, if you're just, just being, if you're practicing just be, you're the kind of person that's going to realize that, let's say somebody upsets you and you have negative intentions in mind and you're aware of those negative intentions. Like you want to say something, but you know you shouldn't because it's just going to escalate things or push things in the wrong direction, right? A self-aware yeah. person would realize that and understand that these actions that I'm going to put for, forward are going to have consequences. And are these consequences the, the ones that I want or do, yeah. do not want? So that's like the key thing for self-awareness is acknowledging your feelings and understanding the way you're feeling now and not judging yourself for feeling that way. Just because you have these negative ideas or negative thoughts about somebody else doesn't make you a bad person yeah. because you're not acting on those because you're not always in control of your thoughts. Sometimes you get these thoughts in your head that you're just like, where did that come from? Yeah. And you got to understand that that's completely okay. That happens to majority of people, if not everybody. And just, you're not acting on them. So it's not really you. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes journaling and things like that, like help with that, correct? Yeah. And that goes into, for example, in, inhale, exhale, which is the third pillar. And that's meditation. That's about your breath. That's stretching. That's yoga. Basically, being conscious of your breath, like slows you down, right? It makes you pay attention. Mm -hmm. And you just breathe, you take, you know, you feel your ribs, you feel your rib cage, you feel everything expanding and take time to like, listen to yourself. You know, you take this breath and sometimes you have like this thought, somebody pissed you off or, Hey, you know, maybe you said something to me and then I was offended by it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, that comes into my meditation practice, but then I let it go. Like whatever it is when you meditate and you're inhaling and exhaling and having that breath, that's okay. That's your subconscious that introduced an idea. But that's not you. Don't internalize it, correct? Because your heart, it's an energy center, correct? So it's like a magnet. And that thought becomes a vibration, becomes a frequency, correct? So the more you dwell on that feeling, it's the, the, the magnet, the heart just pulls that energy to you. Like that's why in the universe, nothing is nor no, it's not good or bad. It just, it is. It is whatever you attract. Mm. So if, you know, let, let, let's just say you pissed me off 
and I think about this, and the more I continue thinking about it, the more my heart is attracting, and that feeling is becoming an emotion, because that emotion is that frequency. But what you could do in your practice when you inhale and exhale is you could just let that go. And that eventually you like feel your heart burn and that's okay. That's that energy passing. And then you just continue with your practice. Right. And it, you know, and that's a continuum as well, just being aware of it and then breaking that cycle and breaking like negative behaviors. Maybe you're breaking something that your past brought upon, you know, maybe, you know, I had a friend that did something similar and now I'm pissed at you because of that past friend. That's a past experience. That's another energy center that got activated. I just have to let it go. But you have to be aware of it when you do all these pillars, correct? Correct, yeah. People highly underestimate the, the power of breathing. If you don't understand how important or how powerful breathing is, just you could put your whoop on or whatever heart rate monitor you have and just breathe slowly. And look how your heart rate decreases. And if you want to yes. increase your heart rate, just breathe quicker. And then if you keep breathing quicker, your body already goes to a fight and flight. So you're going to have already some sense of worry. You're going to get a little bit anxious. And that just shows you how powerful your breath is. Yeah. Because you could almost alter your thoughts with breathing. If you want to be calm, what do you do? You breathe slowly. If you're running a race, you breathe quicker because you need more oxygen and your carbon dioxide needs to get pushed out. Right? Yeah. If you're trying to relax, you breathe more, you breathe slowly, right? You know, and sometimes your body's doing it as a, ne as a natural response, mm -hmm. right? Hey, if you're preparing for a workout, or you're going to meet somebody, hey, your body's just kind of like preparing because that's like a natural state. It's going to increase its blood pressure. And sometimes, you know, we could be worried about the event or anxious about it, but also worried about the way we feel because of how our body reacting. Like it all comes down to the nervous system. And that's what even breathing activates, right? Like the vagus nerve and everything. Yeah, it's, it's man, breathing is something we take so for granted. But all these like yogis, these people that are Buddhists and practice meditation and yoga, like they do exquisite things and they attribute most of it to breathing. That's like the fundamental for, for anything. Like if you start doing yoga, the first thing they're going to have you do is sit there, focus on your breath. Yeah. If you do a meditation, focus on your breath. So it's like a crazy fundamental. It's like fundamental to not only brain exercises, but a fundamental to life. Because when you're underwater, you can't mentally suffocate yourself. You can't because your body's naturally going to take that breath in. Right? Yeah. You can't really suffocate yourself. You can't because you're going to pass out you're going to hit your head. As long as you don't cause a hemorrhage and your brain works fine, it's going to make you breathe and you're going to, to wake up. Is that mind-blowing? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and the last thing I wanted to say about inhale-exhale is that through breathing, we develop the power of concentration. And when you start learning how to concentrate, that's why people say mindfulness and meditating, that's the first step, is because once you start creating the power of concentration, you can focus on things. Mm -hmm. And one of those focused points is breathing, and then it's awareness and being aware is literally being if you think about it. And that's when people say that time doesn't exist because it doesn't really exist. Like that's why some people say that, hey, you really are the, the center of the universe in a way. But that's just up to discussion because some people have different views, right? Yeah. Anyways, going into like Be Well, which is a pillar about nutrition, fitness, about conscious eating. And it all boils down to, you know, everything that you consume, correct? And I always talk about that. Like, you know how like in nature, everything's at a continuum? Mm -hmm. Your health is at a, always at a continuum. So every single thing that you do consume by your five senses, you're either moving towards disease or moving towards health. But it's always happening at a continuum. Every single decision, every conscious choice that you make is moving you towards one way or the other. Mm -hmm. And that's what being well is, is just realizing that, hey, my body's affecting me. 
based on what I'm doing, how much I'm sleep I'm getting, the way I'm treating it. Like that's the first, like the first form of self-love or the greatest form of self-love is technically sleep right for the body. Yeah. And it does so much. You know, you know how that feels when you have like an all-nighter night shift, you go vlog or something, just you, you feel like you're a zombie. Oh yeah, had that, had that a few times. But be well can be seen as more of the, the physical pillar out of these, these five nutrition exercise. This is like a big holistic approach. That's what, like the one thing that I don't like about hospital nursing, you could say, and just like Western medicine is that they usually segment you, right? Usually they don't focus on you as a whole, but you have different teams for different systems. Like you have cardiology, you have nephrology, you have pulmonary, and they just worry about fixing their own thing. Everyone fixes, fixes their own, the heart, the lungs, you know, the kidneys or whatever. And no one actually looks at the whole person. And they just sometimes point fingers like, hey, this is causing this, so we, so we got to fix it. Your kidneys are affecting your blood pressure, so we got to fix your kidneys, and then your heart's going to gonna have a smaller workload, so it's going to get better. But no one ever like, tries to put it all together as like, a whole approach. And it's kind of interesting about Eastern medicine that they do take a holistic approach. And like we said before, a lot of it starts with breathing. So obviously, there's a physical component to all this mental training that they do. Yeah. Right? So nutrition exercise is, is the main thing because that keep, keeps you physically alive. And longevity is going to be on your side if you have a healthy diet and a decent functional activity in your life. Right. And then also discovering like epigenetics. You mm -hmm. mentioned in the hospital, we always thought that, hey, you know, my grandma has diabetes. My mom has it. I'm going to have it. Correct. We always thought that diseases, progression and like genetics are fixed. But we, we know now that, hey, 50 percent is genetic information that won't ever change. Mm -hmm. That's just you. Correct. That's your genetic makeup. But also you have 50%, which is epigenetics. And we've realized that, hey, our genes regulate on and off based on environment, based on environmental factors and things like that now. Yeah. So, hey, being well is consciously eating because those things affect you. Like I said, the continuum, mm -hmm. that's what it is. It's these, these cells regulate on and off based on everything that you're eating. Yeah, it goes back down to like the nature versus nurture. Yeah. Is it, are you predisposed to certain things just based on your genes and you're pre-programmed to do certain things? Or do your genes re are regulated by what happens in, in your life? And it's interesting to, to think about this concept because as we move on with modern medicine and technology and how we progress as, as humans, we start to discover mechanisms that are able to turn off certain genes without altering the DNA. So that kind of almost shows you that we're not just bounded by our DNA. There's something else that can be, there's something in our DNA that could be changed. Yeah. So the bounds are almost not as tightly constrained as we thought. And it's mind-blowing because there's going to be a part in our lives where we're going to be able to change our DNA at some point. AK designer babies in Not the to future, go off right? Here, I know, yeah. I know. I, I really want to. Mm. And the fifth pillar is like right now, it's about, and that's just like literally taking action, being determined, self-discipline. Like yeah, at the end of the day, you have this whole soup, you have these five pillars, but nothing's going to happen if you don't take conscious effort, mm. you don't take action. Like, all that shit that you hear on TV about, hey, there's no perfect moment and things like that. There really isn't. Like the comfort, the comfort zone is always there and being uncomfortable doing something great is there as well. Mm -hmm. It's just how you live your life. It, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. You're never going to attain your dreams if you don't pursue them. We could sit around, daydream all day about, I want to do this. I wish I had that. Or I'm going to do this this way, not another way. And then you, you're stuck in your head and you're stuck complicating and you're thinking about how to do perfectly, where then you don't do anything at all because you're striving for that perfection or, or, that, or that moment. You gotta be content with, with what you do and how you're progressing, but that's meaningless if you don't actually start doing anything. 
Yeah. So that's how important of, of it's how important right now is. Because yes. if you you could always say, I'm gonna start tomorrow, I'm gonna start this next week, and you keep pushing it off and you keep pushing it on, and eventually forget about it. And some people lose their goals and they kind of get lost in life because they don't do the things that they want to do right now. And then just keep pushing off to the side where it never gets done and just gets forgotten. And then and then also like realizing that pain is always gonna be there, like I said at the beginning, right? It's either you do the pain of doing the work or not doing it and just feeling sh- shitty about it. Mm-hmm. Like even doing the four by four by 48, right? Hey, we weren't ready for it, but we still just proceeded. Right. We, you just go through the motions. Mm-hmm. And now that, hey, callous is your mind. You have this chip on your shoulders that whenever there's a tough time, you can look back at it. Mm-hmm. Now you ha- now you know you're more willing to do this. You know you have the discipline. You you already have the energy to, you know, you, you already possess it. You can do this mm-hmm. already. Yeah. But it's just that self, inner self game. Right. Like you're going to struggle anyways, if that's the struggle for doing the change or like Matt said, the struggle of regret. It's going to suck either way. So why not pick the better of the two and just start doing things that you want to do right now? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And these are the five pillars. And if I, th- I think if you base everything together, just like we say in medicine, the holistic approach to your health, like this is the holistic approach to the mind, body and spirit in a way. Mm-hmm. And through these five pillars, you practicing consciously living it and being in it and hailing and meditating and all the fun stuff whatever you do like you'll achieve a conscious warrior mentality right and this is like open source because we don't know everything about the mind we don't so something crazy could come up a new technique or a new meditation practice that are widely open to exploring and it could change somebody's life you know so that's why we started from that warriors because first of all, this is for everybody Anybody could, could be in this. It's just for anybody that wants to heighten their awareness and be a more conscious person and just better themselves and then inspire to inspire others, basically. Because yeah. the front line is not the front line in the medical field. The front line is everyone. The battle is in it. It's in the mind. You have to fight and, you know, in order to be successful, do whatever, you have to fight the inner battle, correct? And that all starts within. So once you win the inner battle, you could start doing things externally. Right. You could start being selfless. You could start helping people. Mm-hmm. But how, how can you help other people if you can't help yourself? Right. It's just like in a relationship. How can, how can I make you happy if I can't make myself happy? Mm-hmm. We're going to be miserable. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? That's just how, not, how things don't work, you know? Right. And the beauty of it is if you've learned how to make yourself happy and how to bring out self-actualization, you actually pass it down to somebody else. And you explain them how you did it, how you found your passion or how you achieved your goals. And they, they might have an impact on somebody. And then they might be able to reach self-actualization and actually be happy and content with the life they're living. And it just goes down and it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. And that's the beauty of it. Because even though I might not do exactly what Matt told me, I might take away something from him that's going to make me a better person. It's like a recipe. Like how many times have recipes got passed down in generation and people tweak something and yeah. it still came just out keep good. keep getting better. Right? And just keeps getting better and you add your own intuition, your own experience and you make Matt's idea a better idea. And then I give that idea to somebody else, he makes it even better. It's yeah. just a giant continual. And that's just what would make the world such a better place. And this is the continuous continu- continuum of trying to find out consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. Philosophers have dwindled with the idea. Scientists are trying to find that it's somewhere here. Egyptians said it's something else. And this is our mentality of achieving that. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We appreciate your time. We have some big and amazing news coming up. But, Matt, where can they find us? We are frontlinewarriors.com on Instagram, Facebook group. 
We're going to have a lot of cool things coming out. Merch. We're going to have different releases of merch. We're going to have some live stream sessions. We're going to get a yoga instructor and meditating instructor. Like, we're going to have some fun. So don't forget to stay up to date on wearefrontlinewarriors.com. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. See you guys next freaking week. See ya. Peace.